0: Think of a hero who is the first person that pops into your mind. For some, it could be their friend, a close relative, or even a law abiding citizen. However, in this episode, we will be taking, talking about a legendary swordsman who not only was renowned for his remarkable swordsmanship, but for being the man who moves on fear during his time alive. But how did he become the legend he was known for in the Demon Slayer franchise? How did he become a Demon Slayer, and what drove him down the path to slay demons? And this and much more in this episode today. Hello guys, this is Jade from the Nerdfix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. In this episode, we are going to be talking about the legend himself and Demon Slayer, the man who wielded the sun that moves on fear, Yorichi Sukikuni. So for Demon Slayer fans out there, this episode is for you. Sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. Yorichi Tsukikuni was born as the youngest of two boys as a twin in the Tsukikuni clan within the middle of the Sengoku period, along with his older twin brother, Ichikatsu. However, during that time period, Twins were considered to be an extremely bad omen due to issues with choosing an heir. Yorichi, in particular, was born with a rather odd birthmark on his forehead, which his father found to be disturbing and considered unlucky. Thus, he declared Michikatsu would live while Yorichi would be executed. Thus, he, his their mother, Akino, flew into a rage, stopping him from carrying out this atrocious act. It was then agreed that Michikatsu would be their next heir, while Yorichi would be sent to a temple to become a monk by the age of 10 to dedicate his life to faith. And during the next couple of years, during the time the twins grew up, despite them being identical, their lives were completely different from the food that they ate, the clothing they wore, their education, and the rooms they slept in, Yorichi slept in a small three tatami room away from the rest of the family, where Michikatsu was cherished while Yorichi was tolerated. He never spoke and was thought to be deaf as a result. Anakino made Hanafuto charm earrings in hopes that the sun god would bless him with the ability to speak. And these would be the same earrings that would be passed. That Tanjiro would wear in the current story arc of Demon Slayer. However, we're only going to be talking about Yurichi in this episode, so let's stick on to that topic, shall we? Though, regarding to Yurichi and with his mother Akeno, he was always frequently seen clutching his mother's side, supporting her for some reason, and witnessing Yorichi always clinging onto their mother's side he found him to be weak and pitiful as a result. However, this didn't stop him from sneaking behind their father's back to see Orichi wanting to play with them, and sometimes bringing his toys with them so that way they can play with, play with one another. However, this would be very risky as if they, he was caught by their father, Michikatsu would be punished with a severe beating. So to prevent any suspicion of his stuff missing from his room, Michikatsu would give Yorichi a small handmade wooden flute as a gift to comfort him, but it only played one note, which Yorichi held on to as a prized possession. One day, when the twins were seven years old, while watching Michikatsu train in the family garden, Yorichi asked if it was his dream to become the nation's strongest samurai with perfect clarity. Upon hearing his twin brother speak for the first time, Michikatsu dropped his sword and gasped in shock, hearing his brother speak for the first time, believing he was deaf for all this time. After asking Michikatsu this question, Yorichi would also declare his intent to become the nation's second strongest samurai, and for the first time in his life, he he warm he softly smiled. But Michikatsu would dismiss the sentiment knowing clear and well that Yurichi would be sent to a temple by the time he turned ten years old. Then, some time went by where Yurichi would watch Michikatsu train. Then, when, then their father's vassal decided to humor Yurichi and gave him a, a practice sword, and taught him some simple stances, then gave him an instruction to try to strike him. Then, unexpectedly, Yorichi Yurichi flew into action, assuming the stance, then struck him, landing four blows to neck, chest, stomach, and leg, which not only flung him into the air, but left the va- their father's vassal unconscious. Yurichi, after what he had done, couldn't stand the feeling of bringing harm to someone else, as it was unbearable and renounced his goal to become a samurai. With Michikatsu, who was shocked by what he had witnessed, would often ask his little brother how he was man- able to manage to hit a man, to which Yorichi described it as the following. Before you, your opponent attacks, his lungs heaved. You just need to look closely at the deposition of his bones, the contraction of his muscles, and the flow of his blood. This was described as the early form of breathing style, which was something that Yurichi was able to see. This must, which could be the result of the birthmark that he was born with. However, whenever Michikatsu wanted to bring up more about training, wanted to continue training, and about the sword, Yurichi would often have a look of extreme boredom on his face and would rather play board games or fly kites with him instead. But things would begin to change for the twins when, upon word from their father's vassal about Yorichi's strength, things, as mentioned before, would begin to change, where Yorichi would be the next heir, while Michikatsu would be sent to the temple. Then between the hours of 3 and 5 a.m., Yorichi would visit Michikatsu, who was now taking up residence in what was once Yorichi's old room. With the, with the devastating news that their mother had passed away, and he would be leaving for the temple, but wanted to say goodbye to his older brother first. He expressed extreme, deep gratitude towards his brother, that, and that he would always keep him in his mind as he tucked away the flute Ichikatsu made for him three, three years ago. Wrapping it in a cloth, holding it close to him, Saying that he will cherish it deeply, as it was his own own brother. For after he says those words, he would deeply bow to Michikatsu before departing, without taking anything on him. After Yorichi leaves, Michikatsu went into their, went into their mother's room and found their mother's diary to find out that Yorichi knew everything about their mother's illness and it weakened her left side. And the reason why Yorichi often clung onto their mother's side was so it was to help support her and help her move around. And it was revealed too that Yorichi knew about his father would make him his heir and send Michikatsu to the temple, and the reason he ran away was to spare his brother so he wouldn't be robbed of his dream. Now, this kind of act itself would be very sweet of what Yorichi did for his brother, but Michikatsu kinda took the wrong way instead developed a deep hatred and envy of Yorichi, of him always surpassing Michikatsu in everything, as this would not be the last time he would see his little brother Yorichi again. She ran away from home for one whole day and one night without any sign of exhaustion in the mountains. There Yurichi would meet a girl who was about the same age as him, whose entire family died in a plague. She would stand in a creek with a bucket, wanted to take home some tadpoles, but only kept them in the bucket for a certain period of time, standing there unmoving, as the sun she would release them back into the water, feeling remorseful for separating them from their families. Seeing the sadness in the young girl's eyes, whose res- eyes resembled that of obsidian, he decided to live with her, and her name was Uta, and was described to be a young girl who could talk from sunup to sundown. The two were inseparable, and after ten years, Uta and Yorichi had married and were expecting a child in the coming days. Just before the expected arrival, Yorichi ha- left home to summon the midwife, promising Uta to be back before the sun set. On his way, Yorichi encountered an old man who, on the side of the road who was on his way to visit his son, but was having some health issues. Being the kind-hearted Sully he was, he helped the elderly man visited, visit his son, and because the time he had lost to assist the man, he decided to return home to summon the midwife the next day. But this would be a, death, a tragic mistake. By the time the sun had already set, when he finally arrived home, he found Uta and his unborn child were killed by a demon. The tragedy shook Yurichi so much, he held the corpse of his wife in his arm. For ten consecutive days and only buried them after when a pursuing demon slayer encouraged them to sue them to do so by honoring them through prayer and the demon slayer that that found Yorichi was actually the ancestor of the current flame Hashira Rengoku and with this Yorichi decided to pick up his blade and train himself as a demon slayer and thanks to the demon to the demon slayer mark and his and his sorcery, yorichi was able to become a very powerful demon slayer and and not, not long after he re- was able to reunite with his brother michikatsu after the samurai encampment was slaughtered by a demon who was left as a sole survivor yorichi was able to kill the a demon with without any without breaking a sweat and he apologized for the death of his brother's comrades and thanks to his breathing technique later called sun breathing and was able, wanting to help others yorichi wanted yorichi decided to teach the other demon slayers their techniques however no one was able to match his form exactly and decided to modify the breathing techniques suited to their strengths, allowing them to gain diff- to gain similar increase in power and abilities to help them hunt demons. And with this, he was able to create the first water different breathing forms, water, wind, flame, stone, and thunder, which then become known the Demon Slayers, then become known as Hashira. Although Michikatsu himself tried to learn sun breathing, instead he was able to learn moon breathing. And there it was where Michikatsu Yorichi was known as the man who was the one who taught the Demon Slayers the breathing techniques. But this is still far beyond any close to how he became the legend of the Demon Slayer franchise. Joining the Demon Slayer Corps, Yorichi would then meet the man responsible for the uprising of the demons, Kubusuchi M- Muzan, the mortal enemy of the Demon Slayers, who was accompanied by a young woman who was next to him. Upon meeting him, Yurichi felt a malicious intent of that of boiling magma from a volcano, ready to consume everything. His reason was he was born with his skills and talent to defeat Muzan. Muzan then stated he had lost interest in the, in the swordsman and employed breathing techniques and performed long sweep we wrong with his arms, trying to kill Yurichi. But with, the do- with him dodging the attack, he immediately realized that any of the attacks would have been fatal, and, he- and it was the first time he felt fear, ever and seeing into the transparent world, Yorichi was able to discern Muzan had seven hearts, five and five brains that changed position within his body. With a chance, he combined all of his forms into a single attack, cutting through them all, overpowering Muzan completely. With this, Muzan was left in disbelief, unable to regenerate while struggling to keep his head attached. Yorichi asked what it felt the value what was the value of life but he did not receive an answer he then looked over to the young woman but was shocked to see Bo was surprised to see her looking at at Musan's dismembered body with a gleam of hope in her eyes moving to kill him once for all Yurichi did heard a sound of, of teeth cracking. As Muzan's body burst into hundreds of small pieces. He was with this, Yurichi was able to destroy 100 1500 out of 1800 pieces, leaving the rest of Muzan to re- to escape to regenerate again. And with this, Yurichi had failed to kill Muzan. As Muzan has successfully escaped. Tama, the young woman herself, was, who was then revealed to be named Tamayo, was left on the verge of tears, realizing he, Muzan learned to avoid death by decapitation, cursing the survival of him that, that ruined her life, and realizing that Muzan first failed, failed due to him being weakened so much, she was surprised. Yurichi then approached her. And didn't immediately attack and she decided to tell him everything he needed to know about Muzan but it was unlikely he would ever meet him again and as and as thanks for her aid he let her go free telling her he had faith in her and her end to end Muzan and even after Tamayo was able to leave and escape Things did not go so well for Yurichi upon his return. After the failure of not defeating Muzan, he is met with, these, with the horrible news that his brother Michikatsu had betrayed the organization and became a demon and assassinated the Oyakata. And upon hearing the news, Yurichi took responsibility for Michikatsu's betrayal and was unable to kill Muzan, letting Tamayo escape. With this, the Demon Slayers demanded that he would kill himself as penance, but the new appointed Oyakata ordered, who was 6 years old at the time, to be spared from this and allowed to leave and banishment. So thus, instead of having himself kill himself for the betrayal of Michikatsu becoming a demon, Uriichi was now banished from the Demon Slayer Corp and has now lived his life of banishment away from the Demon Slayer Corp and his life as a wandering man. After his banishment from the Demon Slayer Corp, Eurisha wanted to talk to someone as he had so much to get off of his chest. He can only picture his friends Sumiyoshi and Sayako Tamayo, and decided to give them a visit. Now Sumiyoshi is the ancestor of Tanjiro and Nezuko, and decided to and decided to, to, to sit with him and told him his entire story from his beginning to his banishment from the Demon Slayer Corps, and reminded him of his tragedy, speaking of his regret letting Muzan live and countless deaths. F's that would follow. And even though with everything that Yorichi has explained to, with Sumiyoshi, one thing that can be mentioned about Yorichi is seeing the happiness of others makes him happy. And after he explains his whole entire story, Sumiyoshi's two-year-old daughter waddles over to Yorichi and offers him a hug. At Sumiyoshi's request, Yorichi lifts the young toddler up and causing making her laugh and squeal with joy, causing him to, t- to break down in tears and embrace her. This could be caused by a memory of the family that he had always wanted, but could never have after it, the dream had been taken by demons. It was then Sumiyoshi's wife Suyako arrives, shortly after to comfort him, treating Yorichi to a meal to cheer him up. After that, while with the Kaminos, Yorichi w- is- was asked by Su- Suyako to perform the sun-breathing forms, which he was able to do so. As he performed the, the sun-breathing techniques, it was, it was likened to that by, as a spirit than that of a human. Sumiyoshi would watch these demorations with pure intent keeping them into his memories, and he was so Im- immersed into them that he almost forgot to breathe. And on his last visit, despite he was told that he was welcome any time, Yorichi gave sumiyoshi the Hanafuda earrings, as the statement saying that even though despite being told he was welcome any time, this would be basically saying that this would be the last time he would visit as he was never coming back. Overcome with emotion, Sumiyoshi called out to Yorichi that he was a man of. Is stop saying that he he's a man of no worth, and reminded him he saved them and promised to preserve the sun-breathing forms through his descendants. And upon hearing this, Yorichi turns and smiles brightly at the Kaminos, as his smile resembled that of the rising sun. As he said thank you. And even though being, despite being banished from the corpse, Yorichi would continue hunting demons independently, but kept in touch with the Hashira, befriending demons with silent permission from the Oyakata. But the corpse itself fell into disarray, with Musa killing every, every other Sunbreather. But even... <coughs> but still kept his distance away from Yurichi out of fear of encountering him again. But even with him becoming a, being an, an independent a demon slayer himself, this would be the last time and we won't hear from him again, not until another couple of decades later. with those born with it only live up to about 25 years, Yorichi was able to outlive it with him living up to his 80s, but eventually went blind. But on the last day of his life, he would personally confront Michikatsu, now known as Kokushibo, upper rank moon one, as Muzan's strongest lieutenant. Devastated by what his brother become, he only began to cry as he only said, "I'm sorry, brother." Kukushiba was only disgusted by the seeing his older brother, his younger brother was old, and was still alive despite having the mark, and despite his love for him, Uryu knew he had to kill him and was ready to strike. And upon seeing his brother was ready to strike, his disgust turned to fear seeing Yorichi was still capable and powerful warrior than before. And just before he was about to pull out his blade, Yorichi struck him in slicing through his neck, without Kokushiba a- able to draw his blade. Kokushiba waited for the next attack, but this never came to pass as Yorichi passed away from old age untouched furious by the one chance that a fair battle was gone and nearly killed by the man who nearly killed Muzan, Kokushiba would strike at his brother's corpse in scorn, only to realize as the half-corpse was flown off from when he sliced his body in half, the flute that he gifted him when they were both still children flown off the corpse. Unable to sever the connection from Yorichi from many years back, Kokushibo would only take the split flute and carry it with him as he leaves behind the corpse of his now-deceased younger twin brother. a character summary for Yorichi Tsukikuni. If you guys have enjoyed this episode, please let me know in a questionnaire that I will be posting on Spotify of any other characters from any anime, manga, or video games that you would like for me to cover, and a future character summary that I will be doing one day down the line. And also for those who have seen the recent episode of Bleach. I will say right now, it was awesome, and not to mention the fact there were so many things that happened in episode one that just put a huge smile on my face, not to mention a full blast of nostalgia, and probably sometime, maybe on either Friday or on Sunday, I might do a review of the episode one of the Thousand Year Blood War arc in a line with the manga review for either Black Clover or for One Piece. But for everyone that stuck by towards the end of the episode, thank you so much for listening. And to end the episode, as always, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by, and I will see you next time for a brand new episode. Later!